0: Father, we praise you as the God who rescues us. Thank you for the assurance that we can have as your forgiven, rescued people in Christ. And we pray that you would strengthen us now with the joy of knowing you as our God. Help us by your spirit to see you more clearly and to rejoice in you. For Jesus' sake, amen. Trisha is tired of COVID. Her grandparents died, then a young friend died. There are all the frustrations of homeschooling, of lockdown, then a holiday cancelled due to all the changing rules. And she knows in her head that God is still in control. But so many times she finds herself asking, why? Why is this Happening. Why doesn't God change things? Tricia is tired. Derek is drifting. At first he, he prayed when COVID fit, uh, hit. He um, attended church online and uh, his small group online. But as the months have gone on and life still felt hard, he began to look elsewhere for relief. For for Derek, it was shopping, Amazon, so easy, just uh, ordering in everything. And because he couldn't go out, he determined to make life at home as comfortable as possible, every possible comfort ordered in. And Derek still believes in God, but his heart is drifting. Derek is drifting. Aaron asked questions, was full of questions. When the Babylonians invaded Jerusalem, Aaron's house was burnt down, his grandparents were killed, and the temple, the place of God's presence with his people, was destroyed. And Aaron often asked, why is this happening? Why did God allow it? Where is God when his people are carried off into exile?" Well, I wonder what you'd say to uh, a tired Trisha, or a drifting Derek, or uh, an Aaron asking questions. They're imaginary figures, but there are plenty of people like them. And Psalm 97 was most likely written to people like Aaron, downcast by the exile, discouraged that God's people had been defeated and taken as slaves to a foreign land. But as we look at the encouragement of this psalm, I hope we'll be encouraged because it's a psalm that tells us to rejoice because the Lord reigns in righteousness. That's the first half of the psalm, verses 1 to 6. It calls us to rejoice because the Lord reigns in righteousness. And the key truth, the truth that we so often forget is there in verse 1. If you look down at the start of Verse one. We read, the Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. And actually, those three words, if we believe them, will reshape our lives. They'll they'll give us the perspective we need to face all the challenges of the past week and all the challenges of the week to come. The Lord reigns. You may know when we see um, the word Lord in capital letters in the Bible, it translates uh, the Hebrew word Yahweh. It's God's covenant name, God's family name that he gave to his people in the Old Testament. So this verse, it's not just saying that God reigns, it's saying your God reigns. The God who is with you if you trust in Christ the God who makes promises, the God who is faithful, this God, your God, reigns. whole series of Psalms I think you're looking at over the summer that reminds us that the Lord is King. And it's been very obvious over these last 15 months that we do not reign in this world. We're not in control of our lives. We don't decide the length of our lives. We find it hard even to plan for next month or or next week as the rules keep changing. We're not in charge of this world. But the Lord is. The Lord reigns. And because he is good, the Lord reigning is good news for the whole world. So verse 1 says, "The, the Lord reigns, let the earth be glad. Let the distant shores rejoice, whether you're on Hampstead or Harrogate, Johannesburg or Jakarta, rejoice because the Lord reigns. Most religions are centered on a particular area. Most Hindus live in India, most Buddhists in Southeast Asia, most Muslims in East and South Asia and North Africa, but Christians right across the world, scattered right to the distant shores, even here in the UK, we can rejoice. Knowing our God reigns over the whole earth. Whatever it might look like day to day, our God is on the throne. The God who is faithful. The God who is with us. He is directing all things. It's great to remember each day I am not the center of the universe, the Lord is. And one of the wonderful things about a gathering on a Sunday, gathering as God's people, is that we can remind one another amidst all the pressures and confusions of life, that the Lord reigns. Our God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit reigns. So rejoice. Rejoice. One reason Mission Partners uh, return to the UK every few years is that it helps us to to recalibrate, Uh, not to see life in in South Africa too positively or too negatively. So uh, a few weeks in the UK reminds us there are parts of the world where you can just walk down the, the, the street without constantly looking over your shoulder. Or it reminds us how beautiful the sunshine in Johannesburg is. And How very friendly the people are there. A break from South Africa helps us to, to recalibrate, to remember what's uh, true and real. And actually this psalm helps us all to recalibrate our minds and hearts. To remember there really is a God who reigns. Our God, the Lord, who is faithful. Yahweh reigns over all. Now, we're often suspicious of um, the idea of a God who rules everything. When uh, Kim Jong-un reigns over North Korea and every detail of life there, that's not a good thing. How can we rejoice at someone reigning completely? Well, verses 2 to 6 remind us the Lord reigns in righteousness. Picks up on the picture language from Mount Sinai if we read from verse Uh, The imagery comes from Mount Sinai. As we see verse 2, clouds and thick darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and consumes his foes on every side. His lightning lights up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of God's throne. He rules absolutely rightly. South Africa, it seems that every day uh, in the media there's a new story of corruption. Uh, sadly, pretty much every level, from the, the police to the top politicians, uh, there's so much corruption. But wonderfully, God is not like that. His reign is right and good. He is absolutely just. And so evil will not ultimately triumph. And that is wonderful news. It would be awful if God was just indifferent to evil, if he didn't care about oppression and injustice. The Bible says God cares. And one day he will judge. And verses 3 to 5 remind us that to oppose this awesome Lord is disastrous God is not some pocket God that we can shrink down and carry around in our pockets he's not a, a tame pet genie no he is the awesome reigning holy Lord he reigns over the whole world so verse 4 his lightning lights up the worlds. the earth sees and trembles The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. He reigns over all. But wonderfully, he reigns in righteousness. One day everything will be put right. Every evil doer brought to judgment. Every oppressor called to account. God is unchanging in righteousness and justice. So rejoice. Because the Lord reigns in righteousness. Remember Aaron and those like him confused by exile? Well, he can know that the world is not out of control. Because the Lord reigns. Now and always. And his reign is good and right and just. The Lord reigns, so let the earth rejoice. Verse 6 says the heavens proclaim his righteousness and all peoples see his glory. And as we turn to the New Testament, John tells us in uh, John chapter 1 that this God became flesh and made his dwelling among us. John says in Jesus Christ we have seen God's glory. The glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. So as we read on in the Bible, we see the place we see his glory most clearly is at the cross. As God shows us most clearly what he is like. He's a God of righteousness and justice who will not let sin go unpunished. And yet also wonderfully a God of grace, a God who takes on himself the punishment for our sin. A God who can rightly, Declare Christian believers to be in the right with God, because his son died in our place, as we'll remember together in the Lord's Supper. Rejoice, because the Lord reigns in righteousness. And then the second half of the psalm, verses 7 to 12, they show us two very different responses to this truth. Two very different ways we might respond to the Lord who reigns with dismay or delight. Dismay or delight. Verse 7 shows dismay. If you look down at verse 7, can you see verse 7? We read, All who worship images are put to shame. Those who boast in idols, worship him, all you gods. There is only one true and living God, the Lord who reigns. So it would be foolish to replace this Lord with anyone or anything else. Of course, here in Hampstead, we we might not bow down to images, to, to metal idols. But there are plenty of things that compete for central place in our lives. Whether it's our career, or some relationship, or the approval of others or comfort and ease, or sexual pleasure, or money, or control, or the perfect body, or a happy family. The list could go on and on. All kinds of things that we might live for, that might take central place in our lives. Maybe we could ask, well, what do you think about most during the day when your mind goes into neutral? What captures your emotions more powerfully than anything else? We'll all be tempted to idolatry in different ways. Our hearts produce all kinds of idols. But here is the wake up call for for Drifting Derek. All who worship images are put to shame, those who boast in idols put anything other than Jesus Christ at the centre of our lives, and it will inevitably lead to disappointment and dismay. The disappointment even now. Denise Lewis was an Olympic gold winner in the heptathlon some years ago, but she said after winning her gold, she said, "I, I remember being chauffeured back in the bus to the Athletes' Village from doing all my press conferences, and sitting there thinking, what are you going to do now? You've done it, what are you going to do now? And that feeling alone made me really kind of a bit depressed, actually. Or Chris Boardman, another Olympic gold medalist cyclist, said, "I, I always felt cheated. For the athlete, their entire life is wrapped up with getting this one thing, and they believe that this is going to be the answer. Once they've got this one thing, they'll be satisfied. And he speaks of the shock of realising that happiness and satisfaction are not actually wrapped up in a gold medal. Disappointment now. But more than that, those who chase after idols will be put to shame eternally. They will face God's judgments. Because no false god can give eternal life. No false god loves us enough to die for us. So here's the reminder we need. Here's the recalibration of our hearts we need. The Lord reigns. Don't worship false gods, but worship the Lord. All who worship images are put to shame, dismay. But the other possible response is delight. And that's verses 8 to 12. And these are beautiful verses, just dripping with joy. Can you see verse 8? Zion, that is uh, Jerusalem, God's people, hears and rejoices. And the villages of Judah are glad because of your judgments, Lord. Or verse 11, light shines on the righteous and joy on the upright in heart. Or verse 12, rejoice in the Lord, you who are righteous. You see, this world so often thinks that being a Christian will spoil life and make it less colourful or vibrant. But the truth is that knowing God, the true God... Brings real gladness and joy and wonder. There's joy knowing the Lord who reigns. Verse 8. Verse 8. The villages of Judah are glad because of your judgments, Lord. And that word judgment speaks of his wise and right decisions. He is good. He reigns. Verse 9. There's joy because this Lord is most high over all the earth. See the superlative language over all the earth, exalted far above all gods. Joy knowing this Lord who reigns. Joy knowing the Lord who saves. It's verse 10. Verse 10 Let those who love the Lord hate evil, for he guards the lives of his faithful ones and delivers them from the hand of the wicked the lord is good and he is utterly against evil so those who love the lord will hate what is wrong do you see how true christianity affects our hearts we love the lord and we're called to hate what is evil to hate our sin to to turn away from our idols because we love God, we love this God who watches over us, who delivers us, the Lord who rescues us. Joy knowing the Lord who reigns, joy knowing the Lord who saves, joy for God's righteous people. The psalm starts with the righteous Lord, it finishes with his righteous people. Verse 11, light shines on the righteous And joy on the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, you who are righteous. And praise his holy name. And of course, we'd never be righteous by ourselves in of ourselves. But in Christ, the righteous one. God declares all who trust in Christ to be righteous. He gives us his spirit. He changes us to walk in his righteous ways. His ways are paths of light and joy. So verse 12, rejoice in the Lord, you who are righteous, and praise his holy name. Remember who God is, the Lord who reigns, the Lord who saves, the Lord who is righteous, and rejoice. So tired Trisha. So tired after all the challenges of the last 18 months. She can she can lift her eyes and remember the Lord who reigns. The Lord who is righteous, the Lord who delivers his people, he reigns. And that can bring joy even in the hardest of days as we we shift our focus and remember the Lord who reigns and rejoice in him. As we praise the Lord and our hearts are recalibrated from living for idols to living for Christ. In South Africa, there's a lovely uh, call and response in the churches. Uh, Many people face poverty, suffering every day, but the church leader will often say, God is good, and the whole church responds, all the time. And the leader says, all the time, and the church responds, God is good. God is good, all the time, all the time, God is good. And we could add, God is righteous. All the time, all the time, God is righteous. Our God reigns all the time, all the time. Our God reigns. So rejoice, because the Lord who reigns is righteous all the time. Even this week, when you're feeling wearied by the latest uh, challenge from COVID, or feeling tempted by your favorite idol, will you remember that the Lord reigns? Your God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit reigns. So lift your eyes. When the challenge comes, when the temptation hits, lift your eyes. Remember the Lord who reigns is righteous. So rejoice and praise his holy name. Let's praise him now as we pray. Let's pray together. Our dear Father, we praise you that you are the righteous one, the righteous and just Lord. We praise you as the God who reigns. And thank you for the assurance that gives us as your people, even in all the ups and downs of daily life. Thank you that we can know that you reign, Thank you that in Christ you declare us righteous through his death and resurrection. Thank you that that means we don't need to despair that you reign, but we can rejoice that you reign, knowing that is good news, that you are the God who saves. So please help us to fix our eyes on you, to remember the truth about you, to bring to mind these truths about you and say to rejoice day by day in you, the Lord who reigns. Would our hearts be set on praising you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.